0: I'm Michael Malley, and this is The Mindful Storyteller, where the subject always is stories. Storytelling, story reading, story listening, mindfulness, and the creation of the story space. Welcome to another episode of The Mindful Storyteller. And I'm Michael Malley.
1: And I'm Ollie Rand Erickson Malley.
0: And today's blog reading, again, has three sections. We're going to begin with a, um, a quote from uh, Carmichael's Carmina Gadelica from the year 1900. And then uh, Ollie will read that. And then i'll have a reflection that i'll read we'll talk for a few minutes and then i'll share the closing oh well i forgot in between each of the sections uh we will also invite the bell to sound the mindfulness bell from tibet and we invite you listening out there to also enjoy the sound of the bell
1: The house of the Scottish storyteller is already full, and it is difficult to get inside and away from the cold wind and the soft sleet without. There are many present, men and women, boys and girls. All the women are seated, and and most of the men. Girls are crouched between the knees of fathers or brothers or friends, while boys are perched wherever, boy-like, they can climb. The storyteller's tale is full of incident, action, and pathos. It is told simply, yet graphically, and at times dramatically, compelling undivided attention. Alexander Carmichael, Camina Gadelica. pages 18 and 19 from the introduction, from 1900.
0: We may be jealous of those cultures and times when storytellers seem to abound. What would it be like to have a storyteller arrive at your door, walk in, sit by the fireplace, and entertain your family for the evening? Of course, we are inundated with stories. We have the weight of stories on the news, through social media and television. Then there are the stories deemed as entertainment, endless films and TV shows. Some of these even hold the same mythic elements as we might have found in that Scottish storyteller's tales, magical creatures, heroic action, dazzling beauty, characters with noble aims or sinister intent, choices, fumblings, adventures, resolutions, further problems. With all these stories and all this storytelling, Why might one still hold envy for that old-fashioned storyteller knocking on the door, asking for a bit of food and lodging, while offering to bring a few old tales to life? Do not be too hasty to give answer to the question. Let's just sit with it, and perhaps add a few additional queries. What would it be to have this person enter your living space and Transform it with their words, gestures, and expressions. What does it mean? The physicality of this being who holds story and from whom stories pour. The teller might be able and strong or feeble, bent and weak. But how is it that they could occupy space in your home and simultaneously begin to fill space in your mind and heart? And what is your reaction to this storyteller in your home? Are you entranced by the tales, or are you worried that he may be a thief in the night or worse? How are others in your home reacting? Are children and loved ones bored, smiling in anticipation of the teller's next word or gesture, relaxing into a wakeful half-sleep as the teller's story rolls on? We humans are incredible creators. Automobiles, rocket ships, cures for diseases, microchips, bridges, works of art, stories. We don't know what we are capable of making. The impossible and unimaginable often becomes the imagined and the real. Is it possible, even today, to create a community where a storyteller might knock on your door and offer a tale in exchange for a bit of food or lodging? It is impossible, of course, right?
1: <clears throat> wow. You know, re- reading that quote at the beginning, you know, I-, I felt nostalgia for a different time. Sure. Reading that. But then, as you are reading your reflection on that, I am just <laughs> overwhelmed at how much we've created, um, you know, not exactly like the quote, but we've created storytelling in our lives.
0: Yes, we have.
1: So, last weekend, we met. With friends up in Cleveland, for our twentieth annual Burns supper, uh, honoring Robert Burns. Uh, we're, um, we're back in Scotland, Scottish back poet. We wow. are. It's a Scottish poet. I it's did not Scottish have. A, I did
0: not have the connection. We have a. <laughs> we have a synergy, a synchronicity again. Yes. All
1: right. So we're we're there. It's the twentieth time we've gotten together with these friends. Um, started back in nineteen ninety nine, and we get together for a dinner, and we do um, songs and games but one of the things we do is after the dinner we go around and um and the adults the kids are kind of separate at that point and the adults are there having dinner and then we have a question and everyone answers the question so i don't know it's probably eight eight or eight or ten adults and um so this time the question was just to bring um A picture of someone who was meaningful to you and how they've impacted your life. You tell about that. So everybody spent five to ten minutes telling about someone. It was deep sharing. It was deep storytelling. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it got got, uh, emotional a couple of times there. It definitely
1: got emotional. Some people were still living. Some had passed. But it was deep storytelling and so fulfilling. And we've done this 20 times with this one group of friends.
0: Right, right.
1: And then thinking about the other things in our life, we have... um, Something's called an intentional community group. Um, this group, simply living, that we're a part of, and we've been doing that for over twenty years, maybe 20, twenty-five years. Where we get together twice a month for a potluck and a sharing circle.
0: Right, and people just, and they might share, and and that might be a lighthearted little something from what happened this week to, uh, uh, to to, you know, I mean, people even doing deep processing about. Um, maybe a loved one who has passed, right? Right, yeah. and,
1: and in that, and so there's that deep sharing, but there's also deep, there's some real, uh, I mean, it's all storytelling, but there's also even friends, uh, I can think of a few, um, Don or Paula or Joseph, or other, there's many others, but who will just, they'll just go, go off, and it's almost like a professional storytelling, and they're just going off the cuff. I mean, sure. of course you also, but um I mean, just just sometimes just so emotional, or sometimes just laughing so much, and it's just an off the cuff sharing of their life and right. it's something that happened to them.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, and, and then the third thing I mean that came to mind was um, we did a home church for um, seven years in our home, and then for a year and a half. Outside of our home, right? Um, we've been doing this church, and one of the things in that church is we do, and we got the this from our the mindfulness tre- retreats that we went on is a dharma sharing circle, where a dharma discussion group, dharma right. discussion group. Right. So where we go around and everyone has a chance to do deep sharing and deep listening that you mm. share without being interrupted by anyone, and people just listen, and it's confidential. Right. But there's some deep sharing. Um, and they are going on too, maybe a little different than this, but, yeah. But, yeah. but but in different ways. And
0: with all of that, what we're also getting is the listening, right? Because I was even thinking of another party at a different group of friends uh, held a party a few weeks ago, and we were all sitting in the living room and telling stories to each other, and and you know all that requires. Um, not only a willingness to share and to tell, but it also requires people really kind of engaging as listeners and and, and having that kind of presence, right? As we speak of mindfulness, that having that presence to really listen. Um, It's funny, what you didn't mention, the one that was in my head was, was, um, we have an annual Christmas party. We call it a Christmas storytelling and caroling party. And there even, You'll even have the folk tales, right, where where somebody might prepare a folk tale or or even read a story that they've found, and it could be a Christmas tale or it could be another a story. And we've had in our home um, almost yeah. an exact <laughs> You're right. almost an exact replica <laughs>
1: right.
0: of a, yeah. of what <laughs> you shared from you know this was in the late 1800s, and we're talking about you know right now it's 2018 where somebody sharing a folk tale or a folk story and you have adults young children teens all sitting there you know laughing um people kind of piled on top of each other because this is a big party it gets crowded in our house where there's very little room to come in and you can have that kind of experience so um you know it's it's again it it takes effort to try to make that happen and it doesn't always quite work out and sometimes it doesn't work out at a party or at a gathering but um you know I'm, I'm i'm uh one of my favorite questions is why not right why not
1: right it's all it's all about creating the space yeah creating the space and those were four different very different examples of creating the space yeah. um yeah. for that to happen in different ways or just creating the time for it to happen
0: creating the time and and developing that, that, I mean, there's the storyteller developing the tale sometimes ahead of time. I mean, sometimes that's happening, but also, um, encouraging ourselves to really listen, right? I mean, you're, you're choosing to listen to this podcast right now, which is cool, but, um, Hey, why not create the space just with friends and really just listen to each other's stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll 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 uh, ring ring the bell one more time I uh, and and then Ollie will have the uh, the closing suggestions and this is this is from the written part which is also in blog form so if you uh, if you want you can find this online in, in as a blog as well not our whole discussion but just these parts that we're reading these three parts so here's the bell and uh, thanks for listening.
1: We are creating this world, our communities, our meanings. Imagine this, someone learns to tell a couple of stories, maybe folk tales, maybe original stories, and, or perhaps a song or two. They then call five friends, maybe some of these friends of young children and say, imagine if some night next month without warning or a call ahead, I just show up on your doorstep ready to tell a tale or sing a song. Will you let me in and share your dinner with me, too? One of the five, maybe more, says, sure. And once again, the solid world of impossibility crumbles under the light weight of the magician's feet.
0: I'm Michael Malley, and you've been listening to The Mindful Storyteller.